0: Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network here with Ben Dobbin. It is when, uh, Tuesday morning, the 24th of May. Barb Madness, Australian Lot Feeders Association President, and she joins us this morning. Barb, good morning. How are you? Good
1: morning, Ben. I'm well, thank you. How are you?
0: Really well. Um, the early supply chain disruptions of 2022 through COVIDs and floods haven't impacted the continued growth and strength of the feedlot sector now. There's no two ways about it. It's been the shining light. It really has. I don't say that there's been an enormous amount of money in it day in, day out over the last couple of years, but the from a supply chain perspective, it's been quite unbelievable, the numbers and how they continue to be fed here in Australia.
1: That's right. We've got a um, record-breaking um, first quarter 2022 figures with uh, 1.2 million cattle on feed around the country. And so what it does show is that there's, Strong demand, um, both internationally and domestically, for grain-fed product, and um, producers know, or processors and customers know, that we can produce consistent supply of high-quality grain-fed beef.
0: Yeah, it is quite unbelievable. So, the numbers-wise, at the end of March 2022, were 1.269 million, um, which is just quite unbelievable on feed. That's an increase of over 100,000 in the last quarter. What's that off the back of? Considering the seasons have been so good.
1: Well and that that is the remarkable thing we we've, we've uh, been experiencing this herd rebuild we've got High cattle supply. We've got high cattle prices. So these numbers are quite remarkable. And considering, as you mentioned, we've got some significant global challenges uh, impacting not only our industry but uh, you know a lot of industries, whether it be COVID-related, the war in Ukraine, you know, supply chain logistics. So there's a, a lot of headwinds um, facing our industry at the moment. But I think it goes back to this just strong demand for high quality, consistent product, uh, and that's just something that. Uh, the feedlot industry produces every single day rain, hail or shine and let me know let let me tell you there's been a lot of rain around at the moment uh, Ben and every single day we're trucking cattle out of feedlots um, to processes to meet the, their specifications.
0: Yeah, and it's quite unbelievable, um, you know, the, the weather. How, how has that affected it? I mean, from a sickness perspective, everybody would be worried in feedlots because it, it rain can cause sickness. It, it's a real hindrance. No one wants to shoo the rain away, but from a feedlotting time, I mean, everybody would be sick of bunk cleaning wouldn't they, at the moment.
1: Oh, look, it's all just part of uh, what we do every single day and working outdoors, uh, no matter what industry you're in, uh, when it rains, it can be a little uncomfortable. But we certainly welcome the rain. There were so many years where we were all looking at the sky, you know, wondering if it would ever rain again. Um, So uh, we're we're very grateful that we've had this wonderful season. It is causing some challenges, but overall, um, you know, no farmer will ever knock back the rain. Yeah,
0: it's quite interesting because – we see this industry from from a, a profit making. I understand the feedlots, but from individuals, um, from individuals, th- there's not a huge dollar in it now. There has been at the past. How do you keep people committing to to, to making this such a sustainable industry, which it is, to staying on the path, uh, knowing that at the moment there's just no there's um, just probably no joy in it, but there will be eventually in time. Considering grain's going to go up, we understand we understand the complexities around feedlotting, but you want this industry to be sustainable. So is that the real challenge at the moment to keep people on the bit going at it?
1: Oh, look, I think, of course, there, there are always going to be challenges uh, when it comes to uh, agricultural industries. So lot feeding is no exception to that. But that is the one thing that feedlots do. We manage as We manage um, the logistics of commodities coming and going every single day. We manage the cattle uh, movements coming and going every single day. So the challenges uh, and obviously high grain prices Coming into the second quarter in March in 2022 are going to be a challenge for the uh, feedlot industry with tight margins, as you say. But I think uh, we've been doing this a very long time now, and we're actually a sophisticated part of the beef supply chain, and we understand our numbers. uh, And it's because it's what we do every single day. So I think no longer are we in that cycle of seedlocks fill up when it's dry, and we empty out when you know there is plenty of grass around. Where this sophisticated part of the beef supply chain, and um, yes, there will be we will be experiencing some times tough times, but I am confident that, um, that, as I said, there is this strong international domestic demand for our high quality, safe product, and uh, that's what will be keeping us sustainable moving forward.
0: Yeah, that's the big thing. What are the other challenges? I mean, change of government and there's a, and i'm being genuine here there's a green movement um what does a feedlotting association have to do to protect itself because we don't want to we don't want to go back to the dark days of people trespassing and carrying on like they have been and being endorsed
1: well look i think any change in government is always people get a bit spooked early on but i think it's about being proactive on the front foot um meeting with the, our new uh, labor ag minister and voicing our top priorities that we think are uh, you know important for him or her to consider so i think it's about and, and this is something that alpha has been proactive for a very long time uh, we've got a long standing quality assurance program in fact one of the first um, ag based quality assurance programs uh, created in australia so we've got a long standing history of putting uh, animal welfare, environmental sustainability at the forefront of everything that we do. So a changing government um, is going to be no exception to us continuing those best practice principles and with a view to we actually have nothing to hide. So it's about transparency in our production systems and um, trying to communicate to curious consumers uh, exactly what we do, why we do it.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to um, seeing how the, the you navigate your way because you're doing a phenomenal job. It's such an important industry now to the agricultural sector. Um, there are some challenges. There always is going to be. Um, but gee whiz, we're producing and providing just a phenomenal product now um, that is now considered on the world stage as as a superior as any other beef product, our grain-fed product. Unbelievable, isn't it?
1: It sure is. Yes, plenty of our uh, Australian uh, branded beef owners are winning international awards. So yes, we have a very strong reputation around the world for producing high quality, consistent, delicious, uh, you know, safe meat that people uh, are feeding their families. And I think fundamentally, that's that's what we do every single day: is produce this high quality food, um, nutrient dense food to feed. The world, so I just yeah, yeah, it, it's a tremendously noble um, thing that we do, and we work hard at it every single day.
0: Yeah, awesome! Thanks so much, Barb. Great to chat. Um, phenomenal job, Australian Lot Feeders Association President, Barb Mann and Madden. I Pre- appreciate your time.
1: Thanks very much.
0: Good on you, rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network.